Hello, welcome to this podcast called Finding Inspiration. It's a 20 or so minute weekly podcast where we interview someone with an amazing story. After the show, I know you're going to feel energized, invigorated, and inspired. I'm Jennifer Weissman. Welcome to Finding Inspiration. Today, we're speaking with Doris Hafawi, an Arab Christian who was in an arranged marriage when she was just shy of her 16th birthday. And this is an incredible story of female empowerment. No yes, sir, for Doris anymore. Welcome. Doris, tell us about your history. When I went to my school, my mother-in-law came to my mom, knocked at the door. I want to take your daughter, Doris, to my son, Marcel. Is an arranged marriage situation common? for young girls who are Arab Christian girls? Look, uh, I can't tell you if, if it's a typical or not. Don't forget that I grew in a Muslim culture. We we grew next to the Islam people. So we took a lot from their tradition. So it's mean we eat and we, we dress and we thinking like the Arab. So because we grew next to them, it was all this era the same way. And we are as Arab Christian, also doing arranged marriage. So it was very normal in the same day, time. But uh, before my mother-in-law even uh, that it was many moms came to my mom, especially in this year, I was in Arab beauty competition. So a lot of moms came and knocked at the door, not only my mother-in-law. So from 15, start the uh, people knocked at the door. It's not only me, it was normal. In, the, in my age, I'm talking about uh, before 34 years. So it was normal. The moms of the groom came to knock at the doors of the girls about 15. My, my friend, she was 14 and 14, 30. I remember I jealous from her why she or she she's engagement and not me not yet so it was normal so you wow that's, that's she's she was she's that's amazing yeah yeah and we all the class we uh, jealous at her why you are the first one we also I want somebody come to take me you know we was very young and it's not like today even when my husband came to take me to to our marriage it was for me to run away from the rules. When you were a girl, could you have gone to college? Yeah, sure. I was uh, in grade 10. I studied in school. In school, not college, in the school. Uh, almost uh, everybody studied until uh, grade 12. It was more important for you to have education, to write and to read because you will uh, let your children study and you will teach them. So it's okay for us in the same time that you need to study till grade 12. Just till grade 12. Yeah. And then at that point... It was expected that the girls would be married. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you were, you were, as you say, you were a little jealous of your friend who was, was already committed to a husband yeah. at a very young age. You said she was 13? See, she was 14. 14. 13, 14. Oh my goodness. She, yeah, she was around uh, maybe grade nine, I remember. And I remember when we went to her uh, engagement, uh, I look at her, oh my gosh, why not me? Why did nobody come to take me? We are so young. 
so young, but so it, but as young. you say, it was it was it was how it was done in in your Arab Christian home, and similar to what was going on in in the culture. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely. typical, absolutely normal. So, what's your husband's name? Marcel. Marcel. What if you met him after you were committed to marry him, and you decided, you know what, this guy's kind of a turkey? Could you have said no and changed look, your mind? Look, I'm not sure my mommy she will accept for me because my husband's family was very high society family, and it was a, a prestige and for them it's wow if his family came to take my daughter so for me if i said yes it's good business and i have good deal to put high heel shoes to go with him you saw the opportunity to marry a man in a high society family yeah and you took it yeah absolutely absolutely it was a good good idea for it was me. a good deal yeah, for you it worked out yeah. what was the role of your in-laws in your marriage when i married i don't remember that i don't have a say i should to say only yes sir to, yes sir to who to everybody to everybody uh, all everybody older from me i should to say yes sir if it's my father-in-law my so they they was controlled about everything so your life was controlled absolutely even i study on the college de frere on Jaffa. Uh, also, I finish. I don't have confidence. No, nothing. I was afraid from the school. It was was very strict school. In your parents' home, they decided to enter to the bed at seven o'clock, seven thirty. You should to sleep. Close the light, and you need to all the time. I have my mother-in-law. She control. So people are controlling your life all the time, constantly. Control, absolutely. So that. So let me ask you. That's the main theme here. At this yeah. point, how old are you? At this point, was, when you married your husband, I, I uh, engaged him at around. 16, 15 and 10 months, married of 18. I finished grade 12, I a marriage. So at that point, you were 18 years old, newly married, and your life was previously controlled by your mom and dad telling you when to sleep. Mm -hmm. And now that you're married, who controls your life? Yeah. Who? The, my, the, the parents of uh, my husband. Your husband's parents yeah. take over. Yeah. And now your husband, your in-laws control your life. Yeah. And my mother-in-law, it's mean. For her, it's shame if somebody saw you in some place and you, and somebody, her friend said, oh, I saw your uh, daughter-in-law in this place. What? So it's the culture of yeah. the woman needs to be controlled. And if she does something that's perceived as embarrassing to the family, there's shame. Yeah. on the family shame for her that oh your, your daughter-in-law she went and you don't know where shame for the mother-in-law yeah yes okay I understand so your mother-in-law was controlling the married Doris now yeah look uh, yeah okay I, I can cook what I want I can do what I want I I can wear what I want I choose my clothes but for example I married uh, on uh, May after a few months I remember it was New Year and uh, they decided that we need to celebrate a new year in this restaurant. I told her, I don't want you. I want there. She said, Doris, we decided you should to come with your dress. And now I'm 15, 18, still young. I said, okay, yes, sir. Following the orders, following the direction, you continued being controlled yeah, by either... What role did your husband have in controlling your, your relationship? Uh, my husband, um, it was normal for us, for all the sister-in-law, that you should to listen to your mother-in-law, to be at home, to be with your children, to teach them. The point for Doris, who's married, 18 years old, was to be a homemaker, have children, keep the house. Mm -hmm. 
Was the option of working possible for you? Not really. Who can uh, clean? Because they believe that never your home will be cleaning like you, you'll be at home. So you should to be at home. And he said, okay, yes, sir, I will be at home. So you, f- you continue to follow directions? Absolutely. Okay. What, even I want to do some, to say something, I can't. I'm the smaller one. I can't talk. We are Arab. And the Arab, what's happening with them, uh, the men, when, when your son marriage, you should to bring everything to your son. It's in the home, the apartment, everything. Like a dowry. Not dowry. You can you buy for your son more than your daughter. When your daughter she will marry, you will be bring her dowry and enough. But when my son will marry, I will help him more from my daughter because my daughter the the groom help her from his owner money. So I give you everything. You can't tell me what to do. When I will tell you something, you should to say yes, sir. Even my husband. So your husband had that same philosophy mm-hmm. that you were the wife. He was most important, and then there was Doris, mm-hmm. and you couldn't say no. And even I will tell him no. I don't want this place. I want here. Say so Doris, uh, shut up now. He can't. He, so no. he there's no there's no possibility no. for him to stand up no. and say hey no. we're equal. No. You know why? Why? Because I bring everything to their son. I give you a home. I give you uh, everything. Uh, I send you to the honeymoon. I, I do everything for your your home. So you can say no. So your husband owes his parents. Even it's a respect. Even my parents give me everything. I can't say no. I can't say no. So how important is respect? It's very important uh, to respect the parents. I mean, if you will not res- respect your parents, it's not look nicely next to your friend so you should say yes and they proud from oh look at my sons respect us what we say said yes they are very proud you know i'm talking something before 40 years or 35 years it's another uh, thinking today it's not for example i i'm not sure my son will respect me that like my husband respect their parents what changed generationally i married 30 years 30 years you have three kids you have a girl who's how old my daughter, it's she's 26. She's architect and design. So she went to college. She studied in college. And she's uh, before three weeks, she married around 26. Did she pick her husband? Yeah. She picked her, him, and she met him in the Facebook. Today, it's open. Today. So, so you had nothing to do with her marriage? No. I, I can't even. I give her the privilege to choose. Nobody control at her. The life, it changed. The life has changed. Yeah, even that- in my life, okay, I was 15. I said yes all the time. Yes, till, till 35 years. You had your daughter and you had twin boys. I have Giovanni, twin boys, Giovanni and Anthony. You like Italian plays Italian or names. something? Yeah, the, everybody here uh, in, in my home, me, my name is Doris, my husband Marcel. So uh, just international names. And I and I love the story that your dad loved Doris Day. Yeah, my daddy called me like Doris Day. And what happened when you were 35? You already had three kids. You were already married to your husband. Your mother-in-law was still alive, correct? Mm, absolutely. Okay. Yes. So what happened when you were 35? So, uh, you know, the life continued. I uh, married around 20 years and uh, enough with the uh, control. I can't more. So on uh, on 35, it was a few things in our area in Ajami. First, on uh, 2008, I become 35 years and I grew. I building my personality. I can't say one more time, yes, sir, enough. And to say, yes, 
without yes sir i want to do something my husband have a very a famous store we roasting coffee in jaffa since 1888 we are in jaffa so that's your family your father-in-law started this my father-in-law so now i my mother-in-law she had a sentence your family who buy you and not they sell you it's me now i president my husband's family i have my, my good life from my husband's family also in 2008 it was a movie called ajami our neighborhood called ajami and this neighborhood was very criminal place and this movie talk about us how we living in this way and this movie talk about this area the movie is called ajami ajami and this movie came to the oscar it was won from the five nomination it, it was nominated for an oscar yeah, ajami so the what part of the movie being filmed in your neighborhood how did that change your life so uh, in the same time when ajami was in the oscar so you you're, so you're describing the neighborhood was yeah. so bad that there was your neighborhood started to change as a result of the movie ajami because yeah. it went to the oscars you said you started becoming more independent yeah. in 2008 local tourist people come to see this area i see so visitors are now coming to what was a, a slum yeah. and is now very high society area in jaffa yeah. so your neighborhood becomes famous from the movie very famous after the movie the guards the tour uh, offices did a, a tours in ajami in the street where they did the film so the people come to see the, the area you're seeing the cameras come down on your street and this is where i i see your entrepreneurial spirit mm-hmm. something happens where dora says to herself i'm 35 i'm going to be an independent woman and you saw an opportunity i want to do something but i can't you know i grew in this way and okay i building myself but still i'm not so uh, confident confident yet so galit is a woman who yeah. appeared at your door Absolutely. and she took you under her wing and decided that you should you yeah. should be something on your own she gave me the idea that Doris I want to do something after the movie Ajami the people come to this area and I want to open homes in Jaffa to the people enter to your home I said to uh, Galit but I'm shy she told me I'm not sure I believe her that I didn't so And so wait, I just want to pause a second. She was she was saying there's an opportunity to to send people tourists through Ajami and if you open your home, you can make money yeah. and share your story. Absolutely. So I said, "Okay, Galit, I will do it, but I'm shy." She told me, "I will help you." She bring me a tourism. I told her, "Are you crazy?" In English, bring in Hebrew. I want to speak in Hebrew. I said, "Doris, you can do something." Anyway, she bring me one group. and she go home after so she brought one group of tourists Just. where were they from USA so she brought a group of american tourists so 30 americans knocked on your front door brought them inside to your living room you sat them down and shy doris who has no confidence absolutely did no. you speak english at that point i spoke but uh, i remember she told me doris you have these sentences to learn uh, i said okay i will learn all the night i didn't sleep i just studied this sentence and when she is she brings a group she start to talk blah 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 we are in java in ajami this ajami that that and i look at her said oh myself please don't stop continue continue to speak i don't want i'm shy 
at the end, I remember I presented myself. My name is Doris, blah, blah, blah. Two sentences. I said, okay, bye, dear. I finished. I was very shy. So you had 30 people staring at you from America and they were wanting to see what? What, what is it that they thought was so interesting about Doris? I, believe me, I don't know. You but don't know. I told them, please forgive me. I'm uh, the first time you are the f- group, first group, and I'm very, very shy. And they told me, Doris, you're amazing. I said, oh my gosh, only four four sentences. I, I spoke. They, saw, they told me, Doris, you're amazing. You should to continue. And when Galici go home with her group, I said, my husband, what's happening in Jaffa? I told him, you know, I want to invite them here. So we prepared coffee because it's our uh, coffee store and baklavas. And I said to my husband uh, prepare the coffee i will bring this group i start to bring this group and this group and who is the guide here said i am the guide i don't look they are here coffee and baklava free do you want to come he said yes i will come i will bring this group and they bring from here i finished believe i saw another group said okay i finish with them go to the another another my husband was crazy from me i did two thousand people no money you were walking around your neighborhood and you saw tour guides with groups of people and you would bring them for free into your house give them coffee and baklava free free and you did this for 2000 people free money free money no money but i study in i i remember myself uh, what i need to do say what i need it's okay here say no you need to fix this and this i i building myself how i, I need to talk with confidence and- you studied your language mistakes yeah. and you yeah. asked the tourist what yeah. What other information you needed to share? And my guest, I was good. I should to say something. Oh, yours, lovely, but you need to fix this and this and this and this and this. At the end, I fixed myself 100%. And after the 2000, I said, okay years now I should to take money so you waited you waited till you perfected your image Absolutely. and your script and then so fast forward 2021 you are actually a famous person you have news crews you had Sarah Jessica Parker in your home you had Secretary of Defense in the United States um, Ashton Carter come to your home you've had the mayor of Germany this week I mean the list goes on and on I know the local press is just enthralled with you what does Doris look like in two or three years how how are you going to grow this franchise this Doris Inc hey, look I love very much what I'm doing I'm hosting people in my home I talk about my area about myself who I am a power woman etc I hope I will uh, host it one day um maybe Obama or Bill Clinton or something very, very famous. And I know that I will do it. I will do something more and more. I feel that I have power uh, from I was young, but it, it wasn't explored because I grew in in some culture. But today, I'm soon I will be 50 years and really I have more confidence today and I know what I want. But one day, I hope something very famous come to my home. I love your story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on Finding Inspiration. Hey, I would appreciate it if you would click on that subscribe button and share this podcast with a friend. See you next week. I'm Jennifer Weissman.